Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The six-cylinder power plant trucks at this time. Lesson learned. Want to learn more about your vehicle? Visit me at carecarefortheclueless.com, making you a savvy car consumer. iHeartRadio and 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Uh, Andrew Langer is going to be our guest here in a few moments. We're going to continue chatting uh, about the economy. We talked with Christopher Markowski, the watchdog on Wall Street, earlier about uh, some of the different things surrounding the economy. And we're going to be talking with Andrew Langer here in a few moments about election year economic security. If you want to get a hold of us on Facebook, you can do so, facebook.com slash the Jiggy Jaguar, or you can do everything inside of our app as far as social media, podcasts, what have you. Check out JiggyJaguar.us or download our app from any of the app stores. Andrew Langer is the president of the Institute for Liberty, a contributor to the American Spectator, townhall.com. He's also the host of the LangerCast on the Realm Network. And with us today, Mr. Langer, how are you, Andrew? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Pretty good, actually. Let, let's talk a little bit about this uh, uh, economics of, of, of the, an election year economy. G- g- give me your facts and uh, stats on this whole thing, and then we'll get more into the topic here. Well, I mean, you know, it, it's interesting because as we sort of see this divide in America uh, that, that seems to be rearing its ugly head every time we turn around, especially with regards to stuff going on in Dallas and, and Baton Rouge and up in, uh, up in the Great Lakes area, a lot of this stems from this uh, perceived inequality, uh, things that get exacerbated by uh, by um, an economy that is merely sputtering along. Uh, you know, one of the things that we're looking at, we studied the Institute for Liberty, is the impact of a regulatory state on the American economy. Uh, it's something very few people talk about, uh, but the reality is that the less free the American economy is, the more this divide gets exacerbated because people are denied... Uh, the, the, the great opportunities that are, that are out there. Uh, when you have a, a regulatory state that costs the American economy about two and a quarter trillion dollars annually directly, that has a massive impact on, on jobs and job security. We're seeing it right now with a record number of people uh, out of work and not looking for work. We've got Andrew Langer with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. The liberal agenda for 2016 and beyond. Now, uh, if this, if it moves, tax it. If it keeps moving, regulated, and if it stops moving, subsidize it. Tell us about this. Well, I mean, this is basically what happens, right? I mean, we're seeing this say, in every sort of innovative idea within the economy uh, that if someone is successful, uh, government does what it can to sort of tamp down on it. Uh, the greatest complaint that entrepreneurs have, especially those who've already been in business for a while, is they say that they wouldn't have gotten into it 
had they known about the red tape that they were facing. Uh, and this is red tape coming at all levels of, of the government. Uh, and so when you get the president going on TV and saying that if you're successful in America, you didn't build that, uh, once again, it sets up this divide between all of us. Uh, and it exacerbates those pre-existing divisions that are there. And so, you know, what happens is you have a successful business. Once you are Uber and you move into Austin, Texas, and Uber is very successful. And so what does the city of Austin do? Well, in order to protect the entrenched interests, uh, it moves to shut down Uber. Uh, they, they have, in fact, moved Uber out. And so what is the city of Austin doing? Well, it is now finding ways to subsidize a similar service to Uber, Uber, where if they had just let Uber do what Uber does so well, they wouldn't be in this mess. So if you're successful, they tax you. If you survive, they regulate you. And if you die, they subsidize you. Andrew Langer with us today. He's the president of the Institute for Liberty. He's a contributor to the American Spectator and townhall.com. He's also the host of the Langer Cast on the Realm Network, and he's with us today. Now, over the last 20 years, Congress has created over 80,000 new burdensome regulations, uh, nearly one every two hours. This is amazing, my friend. Well, what happens is it's, it's not just Congress. I mean, what happens is you get Congress that feels the need to pass a new law when uh, some public outcry happens, uh, as we're seeing, you know, not on the economic side, but in the gun side, for instance, in the wake of, uh, of shootings that happen around the country. And, and so what happens is you get Congress uh, um, not willing to be specific in the laws that they create. They then turn around and leave it up to the federal agencies themselves to create new regulations. And so what happens is that, for instance, Congress passes the Water Act, which says you can't pollute inhabitable water in the United States. And 30 years later, all of a sudden, a dry patch of desert sand in the high desert of Nevada is considered a navigable water of the U.S. This is what we're talking about when we talk about overregulation. It's the same reason why Britain decided to move out of the EU two weeks ago. Uh, overregulation, it has a tremendous impact because essentially it takes a business choice out of the hands of the business owner. We've got Andrew Langer with us today. He joins us today here on iHeartRadio and AMFM247.com, as well as 50-plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world. The result is big government. It's basically a nightmare that's responsible for the great stagnation. Explain to me what the great stagnation is, my friend. Well, as I, as I said earlier, when you have regulations that cost the American economy directly, right, federal regulations, cost the American economy about two and a quarter trillion dollars, a trillion with a T every year. Uh, and then when you add to that the lost opportunity cost, which uh, amounts to about $38 trillion a year, it, it's no surprise that there's very little that this government can do to stimulate the economy that has an effect on creating jobs and getting people back to work. Uh, you, you know, you, regardless of whether or not you believe that the government ought to directly stimulate the economy through... Uh, transfusions of cash, so-called Keynesian stimulus packages, or what you believe in corporate or individual tax reform, the reality is that when you have a $2 trillion regulatory state siphoning off resources, it, it takes that amount or more to overcome it. So what we're saying is all we need is modest regulatory reform. Even if we decided to uh, um, have a regulatory baseline and we didn't add to the regulatory state over the next decade, 
Like, we just kept the regulations in place that we have now. Uh, you know, we would see a tremendous amount of economic growth moving forward. But, you know, when you have businesses that can't figure out what they need to do to comply with the rules, or that they are forced to comply and it takes choice out of their Let me put it to you this way. So, for a small business, a business with 20 employees or less, federal regulations cost about $12,000 per employee per year. So, if you're a business with 10 employees, that means that you're spending $120,000 a year to comply with regulations. That means that if that amount of money, you could hire three additional people and buy all sorts of capital improvements to your business. So it's regulation that causes stagnation. Uh, we're seeing this time and again with, with uh, uh, assessment after assessment after assessment. And these are not right-wing numbers, by the way. These are numbers coming out of the U.S. Small Business Administration. They do a, a, a report a couple of times every decade on the impact of regulation on the economy. This is just absolutely amazing. Now, now, now Andrew, um, we, we, we've talked a little bit about all this. Um, where, where, do, where do we go uh, moving forward with all this? Well, I mean, some of it has to do, you know, there, there are all sorts of, uh, of uh, regulatory improvement legislation that's being proposed. We have some that we've been floating around. Uh, one of the issues that we're dealing with right now is financial services regulation and how that is negatively impacting consumers. Um, uh, you had the Dodd-Frank Act and the weight of the, uh, the wake of the financial services sector of the economy tanking uh, uh, eight years ago. Um, we, we, you know, what we've seen our, our Dodd Frank has had the effect of, of wiping out uh, people's bank accounts, forcing them to be unbanked, uh, uh, making massive changes to a prepaid debit card, and, and so uh, pieces of legislation like the Financial Choice Act, uh, they're rectifying those situations. Uh, I mean, essentially, when you, when you make it harder for banks to offer up products to people, well, it's all the banks to offer those products to people. So literally a million people had their free or low-cost checking accounts wiped out. Like they had to get them. They, they, were, they were canceled, those accounts. They didn't lose their money, but they lost their ability to go and open a bank account uh, because of Dodd-Frank. Uh, you know, you have people who are not able to cash their paychecks. Uh, because the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau has gone after uh, a check cashing business. So all of these things uh, conspire to hurt consumers, and they all can be set. On the regulatory front, well, there are a whole host of pieces of, of legislation uh, that, that can go and deal with that. We've got Andrew Langer with us today. Andrew, before we let you go, uh, how do we find you online and get in touch with you? Uh, it's real straightforward. Um, you can check us out at www.ichooseliberty.org. Uh, we do a weekly podcast called The Langercast at www.langercast.com. If you do a Google search for Andrew Langer, L-A-N-G-E-R, you're going to find me. I'm not the guy who is uh, uh, with the red walls. I'm not the guy who does real estate. Uh, I'm a conservative, free market, limited government guy. That's awesome. Well, uh, have yourself a wonderful weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Andrew. You too. Take care. Appreciate Bye. it. We're going to take a time out when we come back. Richard Kurtz joins us to wrap up our program here on iHeartRadio. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.